Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, welcome back everyone. Welcome back to Artist in Pyjamas. It's Liv and Chloe in the living room talking to you. Yes, it's very sunny today, but rather cold. Mm, yes, yeah, so no balcony. No, but yes. that does mean we've got less car noise. <gasps> That's better. Probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, episode two, what are we talking about? I mean, I think we're going to talk about our journey as art students, yeah. like, casually. like France versus England. Enjoy! Enjoy! Chloe, we need a jingle. I've got something in mind right now. Okay. It, it goes like... Yeah, I think you should work on that for now. You, you're sure? Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Let, let's create a better one. For the next episode. Okay, next episode. <laughs> I know both of us are coming from France. Yeah. But obviously you left France way before I did because I just arrived here like this year. But you like left France yeah so I um I left France when I was 12 uh when I decided to go to boarding school um just because mostly I was struggling a lot in the French education um I was uh very dyslexic and things weren't really made easy for that over there um and I I you know there was no way of me really there was no, there's not really art subjects in in um yeah because that early on mm-hmm. you wanted to go like really early uh in, at the early stage into art study yeah exactly so I so it's kind of um so I kind of decided so my mother's English so I had half a family in England so it wasn't a you know a brand new world to me so I I kind of decided to go to boarding school in uh, the UK um. And uh, that's when I started doing textiles at GCSE and A level, yeah. which is so GCSE in France would be the equivalent of quatrième, quatrième, troisième. And so I, I, I mean that was like amazing for me to. I had no idea you could do textiles really as a subject before, uh, and I it was like brand new to me, and I really loved it. Um, carried it on to uh, my like A levels, and then. So um, I was wondering, why did you develop in GCAC textile and A level? What was your like your inspiration, and was it a basis for the work like you, you you're still doing right now? Yeah, it's actually I find it quite fascinating for myself looking back throughout all my work and actually seeing how the work that I was doing in GCSE and A level especially was so similar to what I saw and trying to achieve now. So it's very um. Like my work is very narrative and and telling stories, and I love taking uh, either kind of historical stories that I associate or that I really like, or personal family stories, and kind of like finding links between the two, um, and then being inspired by uh, just nature around me in general. So actually, in um, in uh, A level in general, my one my final piece was actually a tapestry uh, not tapestry a wall hanging uh, which really reminds me of what I'm currently doing yeah uh, and it was a, a uh, it was a wall hanging which was uh, a meter wide and eight eight meter twenty long wow yeah it took the whole uh, refectory oh, and so um, cool. and I remember then and it, it was a tapestry which was broken up into uh, like 12 sections and mm-hmm. it was telling the story of the d-day landings Oh, nice. So when England and allies went over to Normandy, and uh, it, it 
I kind of, I really liked the, first of all, it was like the 100 years anniversary mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was always also the link between uh, France and England, which I was really like working on at that point because of having come over from France and then living in Dover mm-hmm. at that point. Um, and so now it's quite funny because now I'm all into trying to create these big wall hangings. Yeah, I've just great. done a, you know, a kind of three by two wall hanging and um, I'm obsessed with large scale, but small representation of things. And so that the, the wall piece I did in A-level was that big and I was doing embroidery pieces on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was painting. Uh, so really similar stuff I'm doing now, except now I'm doing it at a high level yeah. and I'm using, you know, better techniques to do it. Um, but I mean, it's really, I find it quite funny how yeah. you know, seven seven years ago. Did you did you try maybe in the, the year after like other applications for your work, like on the on, on body or fashion? Yes, yeah, so I did do, uh, so I also did, at that time I also did costumes. So actually I was very torn between mm-hmm. going to embroidery, um, to study embroidery or I was going to do costume. So I had created like a whole Tudor costume thing. But it, again, that was... Uh, looking at like a history of time that I was that I wanted to study and I was like trying to modernize it so I I had the story behind that as well Um, and actually I think all of my so in England when you apply to a BA you have to apply through UCAS Mm -hmm. and you do um, and you have a maximum of five unis so actually all of my um, all of my choices were fashion or costume except for one which was embroidery so it's, it's quite, and now I'm not at all really, I, I am still a bit fashion, but, you know. You're more art, like. Uh, yeah, but actually costume and fashion also goes into no, that. No, no, so, yeah, that's, that's so, you know, yeah. but, uh, but I don't know where, you know, where the, where those courses would have brought me something probably very different mm-hmm. or not, or, or not, or maybe I would have ended up in the same place, but, you know, totally <laughs> different journey. That's funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but so I, I went to the embroidery school, um because I had done a little bit of embroidery on that wall hanging and that my tutor kind of told me about it and encouraged me um, and then it was it was that but it, it was again throughout that trying to recreate like narrative pieces that were telling stories and then so it's very different um uh very interesting because you stayed in France and you also are doing textiles and RCA so I'm interested a lot in seeing how like how did you get to where I am without mm-hmm. by having stayed yeah. in France? So I basically stayed in France until last year. So I did my BA in France and I, of course, did my high school in France. So coming, uh, like focusing on high school, I would say that I did a really like, um, I didn't do a really specific, you know, uh, pathway in high school I did literature classes I was really interested in doing art as well but I didn't really know which kind of art so I did some drama at school I did a lot of literature I was in a like literature specialty like in a in what I would call a general uh, diploma degree yeah uh, during high school and then uh, leaving high school I had uh, I wanted to go into art and design and for that I had to do a foundation year which was mandatory. I know it's not in England we will come back to that later. But um uh so I had to do yes this foundation year which basically learned me the basic of art uh, in a technical way so it was more like general drawing, painting, uh, technical uh, technique of representation uh yeah, that that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well talking about the 
in you do have foundation school as well in um in the UK and I think in general most people do go mm -hmm. to found it's kind of a recommended route especially because it's a it's a especially if you haven't done much art at high high school level it's a really good place to kind of uh, paddle into all sorts of different okay. areas and then uh, towards the end of the year you kind of I guess find out what it is you wanted I decided personally not to do one purely because I very much knew exactly that I wanted to do textiles and I knew that I wanted to um to study like embroidery as a skill so um so I decided to go straight into the BA but um Okay, right. But yeah, that was. So you didn't have to cope with this fucking hard <laughs> foundation, yeah. In yeah, France, I don't know. It was the... hell. Was I mean, it <laughs> crazy? I think I need. I did some like. How could I say that? Like nuit blanche, like um, all nighters. Yeah, I didn't sleep for nights. Sometimes it was so hard. But I mean, I learned a lot. But at the beginning, I felt like I was. I, I mean, I I I loved drawing before coming in yeah. foundation. Yeah, I loved painting. I did 10 years of oil painting before actually going into art as, yeah. a, like a, as a choice of life, uh, like job, etc. But uh, it's just the... Um, it was, yeah, it was really hard. I felt like I had to learn everything from zero again. Yeah. And my teacher made me feel like I was the, like... <laughs> the worst <laughs> the worst draw painter ever and i had so much bad marks you know <laughs> and when you go out from high school obviously it counts a lot i mean you're just yeah. like fuck i'm so bad and you're with like 150 people that are oh competing to go into the same beer as you do and just looking around and so is the foundation yeah. linked to the same school yeah, yeah it was for me it was linked to the same school uh, i wanted to go in a ba in the school i was in but you could obviously apply to ba in other okay school. yeah yeah because there, there was only 20 places in a ba that was crazy yeah when you like 150 people competing to go into BA with 20 places yeah. this is this is this yeah because I guess there you see like I mean on most I think most courses I guess have around that 20 people but you might not necessarily see the people around you that are oh, competing no. for no, it no no you don't so see th this yeah, knowing yeah. all yeah. the 150 people and knowing that yeah, and was, that's just from one yeah. school but I feel like a foundation year really helped me I mean you know you knew obviously what you wanted yeah. to do uh, I came to do textile on a really hazard uh, manners. I was like, fuck, this is my positive point. This is what I like. I must do that. Yeah. But I wasn't driven to textile at all before. So this yeah, because so your, work, your work doesn't yeah. necessarily... Um, uh, I mean, I completely see how it is in textile mixed media, but it it wouldn't be surprising if you had also gone a different route. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not like obvious textiles. No, no. So it's, it's interesting yeah. to see that you like... Did yeah. you did you consider other routes or how did you know that it was textiles? Uh, I knew it was textile before I have because great with the, with that I guess is you you have a bit of experience in everything and you understand. Whereas mm -hmm. like I went um, after RSN after having I literally had only done embroidery, but I knew I wanted to do everything else. But I felt very much at a position where. I was like, oh, I was, you know, yeah. I, I felt behind because I hadn't done any of the other skills. So like arriving in the RCA, I had to suddenly be, okay, I've never ever done printing before, whereas most people would have at least done it at foundation or BA I or didn't something. do it that much, don't worry. But you did, but you did do <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, you know, like I had never yeah, yeah, touched yeah. a screen printing <laughs> before. Um, 
or uh, weave or done any weaving or knitting or literally anything other than embroidery I so see, if yeah. it felt like although which is <laughs> fun but it, it does feel a little bit like oh god okay i've got to really um so pick up the, the pace status, in order, i've got to pick up the pace in order to not um to not be behind by in like in being able to use other stuff <laughs> but i think cool. you know i think because with textiles in general you can it's all about experimenting I don't think uh, it's not really a, that much of a of a constraint because yeah. even you know my first queen prints ended up, I I really like them. They probably were technically not the best, but I think I'm, I'm I put all my technical <laughs> brain into embroidery and the rest is kind of like, yeah, it's artistic. Let's <laughs> try something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I guess that's the beginning of beer. I was a bit lost because I was like, okay, I'm not doing textile, but. I'm doing textile as well. I mean, I was, I was a bit like, what, what was the definition of like doing textile? Obviously, it was, yeah, it was complicated. So it's yeah, yeah. Mm. And then what I am, um, so one of the, I what I want I thought was interesting maybe is also, um, one of the the stereotypes associated with doing art, especially like when I was younger. So like, first of all, I left France because obviously I couldn't pursue art but also mm. I, not that I necessarily knew I wanted to do art I didn't it's just that I was so not that I was bad at the other subject but you know my dyslexia stopped me from being able to really explore and I felt like except if you were the top students in science and math and English oh, in yeah. general you felt kind of like what was no. the point yeah I feel like art like art studies in France weren't really valued as much as yeah scientific mm. but then um but then i that's not um i mean in the uk also i managed to do textiles and bt in school it's still very much felt yeah. i feel like art in general is still very much um overlooked oh, no, in, in, in school that's and that's right. in france that's, and england and i don't right. know about other countries but it it very much and because i was like doing very well in Mm-hmm. high school arts but because it's a subject that is very much overlooked it's kind of your talent is overlooked as a general because mm-hmm. you're not the f- focus no, of the yeah, school that's right i mean in back in france i had the chance like to be in a really good state school so uh, a state's college so i'm it means that i didn't have to pay fees and that the state were actually was paying my studies for me but the result is that as we are art college, we're just not on the main, you know, like the, the main, like, yeah, it, it's not the main interest of the government, obviously. And the state money doesn't obviously go <laughs> prioritarily to, like, to art school. To yeah. art school. And uh, yeah, there was, I mean, there was some issue, even though French education has done great on me uh, during my BA. I had really great teachers, really exigent, as I said before, but really great teacher, and I had a really great education. Uh, just like I feel like the professional side of the college, which is collaboration, uh, just prof- professional visits. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that much developed, and this is this is kind this is kind of sad, you know. This is kind of frustrating when you work so much and you don't feel like the out, the outside world is actually open to you yeah yeah yeah. that was a problem in france that was a, yeah. a real problem and i think I, I think the problem is you've got to we've got to get used like it's something that we've had to get used not just mm-hmm. from 
school but from just everyone in general like oh yeah the, no, that's you know right. the 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 the, respons- the the responses when you the responses in general and the stereotypes associated to someone going to someone wanting to do art or going to art school in general there's still very much a lingering um kind of okay you're you know you're you don't want you know not good at anything you're going to be a poor artist kind of no, yeah, response to it um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh and it's just you know no, no, sometimes it's frustrating. Like, if you do art, you don't have to be poor after. You can just, like, yeah. end your life. <laughs> just, like, there. <laughs> you, you can just have yeah, money yeah. from me. Obviously, it's going to be more difficult than uh, than in a, another kind of job. But you, 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 you can make your way through it. But I felt like, yeah, the... I don't know, the college didn't really like artists doing that in France, even though it was a really good college with a good reputation. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, did you have that in France where we you had um, career advisors coming over? When I had my career advisors, yeah. and I um, he looked, he just looked totally blank when I thought I just told him, I, I I I kind of knew exactly what I wanted to do, but I just said, oh yeah, I want to do the art, I want to do embroidery. I'm just thinking of going to an embroidery school, and then he kind of just looked at me blank, like. I have absolutely no idea what to tell you about this. And it's shocking because then you realize when you go into the textiles industry, there's so many different jobs and Mm -hmm. careers. And like, but when you're at high school and you tell someone you want to do art, they they know nothing. Like, I mean, talking about my experience, the guy had absolutely no idea (laughs) what it was and just was like, okay, art go okay become an artist or go to art school and that's all and I was like actually having like why not have career advisors that are more like specific and like when you bring them in to the school have like a specific career advisors that comes to talk to the art students or that comes to talk to them so that actually it's not just a waste of a mm-hmm. half an hour chat with someone who has absolutely no care what you're gonna really say to him mm-hmm. but it's actually more you know t- like that can actually say all the different possibilities in the jobs. I had no idea the, the different careers I could do in, in textile. So I just always thought of, I'll do, I'll, I'll do textiles. I, yeah. I don't know. I didn't even think you could do art with textiles because I still very, there's still very much a stereotype around textiles. Mm-hmm. And that's a not whole other thing as well. Like the stereotype around uh, textiles and, oh, and what so that is. And, you know, so a, a woman's work, not really, fi- it's not fine art. It's, it's you know, it's uh, cute embroideries and, and quilting. And that's... Quite a shallow, uh, like, design. Yeah, so it is, it's very, um, it's quite, you feel quite constrained when you, uh, when that's the stereotype that you're trying to break. Oh, yeah, I remember, like, even in my college, even in my art college, <laughs> the architecture project, like, design people were calling us uh, I'm going to say in French, she's going to traduce. <laughs> they called us BTS Chiffon, which was BA and Chiffon, I don't know. Like, um, oh, like cloth. Yeah. They, they told us, they, they called us like the like cloth the, people. Yeah, like the, they, the kind of like, you know, the cloth you use to, to wipe your paintbrush on <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Basically, like. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah, my, my usual was just, um, 
everyone thought that during my three year of embroidery I just sat in a circle knitting with other people <laughs> oh my god yeah that's yeah. so right um it's like it has this edgy feeling you know like like textile cannot be contemporary textile cannot be innovative and this is so untrue and I can totally say it was it was with what is happening in your master this yeah. year there is a lot of student with like a different background it is not all um art students a lot of people actually did like social sciences sciences yeah. or like architectural or other graphic designs or basically people come from all sorts of different backgrounds mm-hmm. and it is because textiles is so varied in what um in what you can do with it and in what area you can do after yeah for me like textile it's really like like working through making and it's something that you you don't really learn maybe in other kind of area like st- studies area so i think it's a good like complement uh com- like complement yeah complementary uh, complementary uh master or like training to have as well and it can be combined with other field of work yeah because it is purely as you say it's like it's purely to support your thinking by making so like it could be any kind of thinking that mm-hmm. you're used to doing yeah that's right uh, and then just having that kind of making with your hands does help understand what you're making and, and etc so it is applicable just across every field really mm-hmm. um and even so in the in the textile schools uh there's also so much different um things pathway. you can do and yeah. the pathway so even in the actual textile course you're divided into uh five different sections so we're in mixed media but there's also print knit weave and soft, soft systems. System. so there's just so much different um people within the whole of textiles there's so many people doing so many different things mm-hmm. and you can like go over and chat with other people and understand what you're all doing separately i guess i guess it is a system that also encourage collaboration that's why like, this division as pathway is really yeah. interesting because you, you you go and see your peers like in knitted in the knitted pathway and they're going to give uh, give you some advice on how to knit a fabric or how to knit material and this is the same like for 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 us mixed media when we are like there is a lot of embroidery in the class etc yeah. so, so i mean this is an interesting system really no yeah really <laughs> I think that's what makes it so interesting and so versatile. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, there's to make it like not futuristic, but yeah, like to. I mean, there is literally a a a future materials (laughs) course. Everything (laughs) that I say is actually relevant. So you know, like um, futures future materials, which looks at um. I, I don't know exactly what it looks like. I didn't even look at the brief. I knew it wasn't for me, but it's, you know, looking at the... Uh, yeah, I think it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like textile that, like, it's going to sound really lame the way I'm saying it right now. The, the textile that are moving or, you know, that yeah, sensitive like, um, to, like, particular stimulus. It could be light, yeah. it could be sound, it could be uh, air. Uh, there is, like, like you, you can create interactive like textile yeah pieces. which is amazing um, yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. and you've got um and then yeah and then mixing it with technology mm-hmm. and fabric and technology and that's a whole other thing in itself and all the different um mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah no and there is like a lot of you know i felt like uh I don't know if this is for this podcast but i'm gonna say it anyway <laughs> so it's just like um on an ecological uh, matter, I feel like textile also pushes 
and maybe art in general, design in general, but I will talk about textile, push us to have an ecological conscience, yeah. you know, to be like ecologically conscious about the material we're using, the thing we're creating, and it's transposing in our everyday life. Yeah. It's just now that I'm shopping, even if I did some shopping on Sheen like <laughs> two days ago, it's just like I feel like I'm trying to be more um, responsible toward the way I'm living and all of this thanks to the education yeah. I received in art school because I know that designing uh, and creating textile is a, is a crazy polluted yeah. uh, industry. So just, yeah. It goes into that, mm. you know, because we, we are very conscious about um, producing, buying, consuming um, products that are, you know, that are just going to be thrown away and, uh, and things. And so it comes into, as designers or as makers, you know, what are we making? And are we just making something that will end up just in the trash? Mm -hmm. If so, what is the reason behind it? Or what are we making it with to make it more sustainable? And I think there is, you know, our tutors have talked to us about there's a lot of different ways of being sustainable in your practice. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, if everyone was the exact uh, sustainable by by recycling the same fabrics and dye and doing all the same no. home dyes and natural dyes and doing all that everything will end up the same so it's like how um and that it's an interesting topic and something that i still haven't figured out in my own work like how are you sustainable while still being true to um to, to your are. art yeah, and yeah. to mm -hmm. and to what you do and it is a it's, it's definitely a long part and i think it's it's something that I assume I'll ask myself throughout my whole career mm -hmm. because you're constantly going to have to question what you do mm -hmm. and where it's going to end up and what you're using to do mm -hmm. and you know if it, if it ended up in the trash knowing that okay maybe all that part will be mm -hmm. done yeah. or are you making sure that it's a piece that I don't know it's being re I don't know, reused no, no, no. I understand because I was um, a bit concerned about my practice when I just saw that I wasn't doing any bio material that were biodegradable or whatever just like uh, I have huge consideration for this practice in textile because it has this scientific side that I don't have as a as a person as like an artist as well and I feel like but there is actually so much where you can make your work sustainable it's not it's a work that can actually last in time there this is a work that that, that can be just there is so much way like where you recycle uh, I mean trash material it can be like so much thing it doesn't have to be one particular thing like yeah like ecological conscience can like be seen through a lot a lot of processes yeah yeah no i agree so um i guess a nice way now to bring this all together is from all these different um from these separate journeys mm. how uh, how was your uh process in applying to rca compared to mine uh, i think that's quite yeah why did you go to like us yeah actually yeah well i mean for i mentioned on it uh, in episode one mm -hmm. of why i wanted to go but it very much um i think it, it was a very uh, um i wanted to go for a very long time like since i was a kid i wanted to go to to the rca art school um and then i did have a lot of of mixed responses from my tutors mm. i had a lot of tutors kind of encouraging me to go but then i had a lot of people um who were telling me not to and to because obviously I had finished with embroidery it, um, I could have gone down the route of I didn't need any more teaching in embroidery I was you know 
I had enough teaching in the mm-hmm. and I and I think most people thought I could probably carry on and just go straight into working as an embroiderer, um, which you know a lot of of my friends are doing. Uh, but I guess I kind of I had to then know really okay what it is that I want, and actually I decided that I didn't really want to go down that route, and I wanted a broader art experience, which I was lacking from foundation mm-hmm. school, etc. Um, and that was my main reason. But the application process was quite a fluid one. You know, I applied and within the first few months, mm-hmm. um, kind of, I had an interview, which I know you, you didn't have a face-to-face no. interview. I had an interview, it was very relaxed and, and uh, fun in front of Fiona and um, and that was it. And then I kind of got told before I went <laughs> on the, to, I went to Australia to travel. So it was a good way of, of knowing what yeah. I was going to do. What about you? Uh, I mean, uh for me, uh, I wanted, obviously, I, I was dreaming about going to RCA, but I was like, I'm never going to be <laughs> selected. Uh, and um, I mean, the last year of my BA was fucking weird. Yeah, like so much work. Uh, my mind was a bit all over the place and I actually applied at RCA in one afternoon. I, I was like, fuck, I have to do, I want to do it. I'm going to try to do it. Uh, I did my portfolio like a bit days before and I finished the application last moment and I sent it. I think it was one of the last day you could yeah. send it. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm never going to get in. And I got in without interview. So I was like, fuck, <laughs> so cool. Because, I mean, in France, the thing is, I have a, a really, like, pa- particular practice. I don't want to sound like an original person, just like, this is this is true. I'm not, like, a typical textile yeah. um, a person, especially last year when I worked a lot with, like, molding. I worked in a really sculptural way, even more than I do this year. And I felt like... <sighs> I felt like the, the school I applied to to go in textile were just looking for people that did uh, like textile yeah. sample. And uh, I was a bit lost. I didn't know. Uh, like I, I questioned myself, do I want to go to sculpture? Do I want to do like a, a, a scenography, um, uh, like a space maybe? Okay. Uh, uh, thing master something like that but i feel like no it's not it's not what i wanted because i had always this link to colors i I really wanted to keep the the material thing and sculpture wasn't for me because i wanted to be surrounded by people that did things that were different from me and a textile that was perfect yeah and i didn't find anything in france that would actually like convince me to stay uh so like i said was perfect and that's the reason why i left and I'm really happy. I think this is one of the best year that I had in yeah. uh, art, uh, my art studies right now. Even though Corona is striking, stabbing us <laughs> in the back. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's our. I so did you there. did you mm-hmm. you said there was nothing in France that you found? Did you look in France? Oh no, yeah, Masters? look, there, there is a school in France that I love really much, and I applied it like three times. One year, like one time last year two time uh, last year of high school and foundation year and I could never go yeah. in but at the end when I got an interview for last year and I went there and I saw that it wouldn't like it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. work it wouldn't work and I felt like uh, during the interview I was really disappointed not to getting because because I, I love this school a lot but I felt like with perspective I knew it wasn't for me and uh, yeah I looked it's just like 
I don't know if I looked in the right places because yeah. obviously there was a place for me somewhere or people like me somewhere. I'm not discouraging anyone of going studying in France. It's not the point. It's just like I felt I, I felt maybe my place wasn't there anymore and mm. it was better that I like moved and see something else. Yeah. And I mean also yeah. like traveling is traveling to somewhere new is mm. always a good way of also having a new wave of um of inspiration on your art like yeah. but yeah but it's just a, a fresh I know kind of look it's at a everything. really fresh and a, f- a really fresh start because I mean I've never seen someone working like you do for example this is really like unique for me I haven't seen that in France and uh, I felt like the people that are working uh, in art college in England maybe it's because it's multicultural uh, there is so much diversity yeah. in the work. With, while in France, I thought there was a, a particular aesthetic uh, art crew were interested in. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I just felt like it. Yeah, yeah. So um, now I felt like coming in England just like helped me to free completely <laughs> my work. And uh, I know it's because of my peers in textile as well. Yes, which is awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> because you're just awesome. So we're going to bring this episode to a closure, Chloe. Already? I could have carried it like for hours. I know, I know. But I don't think people can listen to our voices for more than half an hour. I know, I'm really sad. I know, they're just going to have to tune in to next week's episode. See you next week. See you next week, guys. Stay home. Stay Stay safe. safe. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.